0: Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on the Digging Deeper podcast. Uh, It's good to be with you. I am Brian Wilmarth. I am the senior pastor here at New Life Church here in Morton, Um, and it's just me today. Cody is out, and so, uh, yeah, I'm coming to you today in more of a, a monologue, but hopefully we can still have a little bit of dialogue through the digital but uh, yeah, um, it's good to be with you. Um, I'm recording this the week of Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, I'm just mindful of the holiday season. I always appreciate when Thanksgiving, Christmas, those kinds of things roll around. Um, it's just life-giving for me to pause, reflect, be grateful for all the good things that, that God does and has given, um, spend time with family, but it's to have the change of pace, one, to just you know kind of break from the routine. But also to remind myself of the goodness that uh, is in life and the way that God can show up in some incredible ways. And, um, you know, oftentimes when it comes to holidays, it's, you know, whatever everybody does and culture and all that kind of stuff. But we have the unique opportunity also to bring to these holiday seasons um, the the importance of who Jesus is and what God has done, especially when it comes to a Christmas or an Easter. Um, you know, those fit very much within the the Christian um, practice and, and the calendar. But, uh, yeah, it's good just to pause and reflect. So I hope uh, the holiday season, if you're listening and it's the holiday season, or if you come back around to it, you can look back to it or look ahead to the next holiday season. But to take the time to uh, appreciate all that God has done, uh, all that he has been doing and all he will do. So uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me today. I'm going to pick up where we uh, left off in our vision series. So um, we're, we're in week two of our, our new vision. We're, we're taking four weeks to explore this new vision statement. So just as a, a reminder of what the new statement is, it's equipping you to pursue and proclaim Jesus in grace and truth. And so first week, we talked about the pursuing Jesus part, and that's where we wanted to start because that is, you know, we've got to start there. We're, we're pursuing him. We're becoming like him. We're discipling under him. But that leads us somewhere, and that's what we get to in this second week. Uh, it's proclaim Jesus. This isn't just for us. This whole proclaim piece proclaim really helps us to see that that receiving Jesus, receiving the gospel, becoming a disciple isn't just something that benefits us alone but actually, we we move to to share, um, we move to proclaim, we we move to tell people and show people who Jesus is. Um, so yeah, that's what this second week is all about. It's about proclaim, and uh, for this week, we we really wanted to focus on the the multifaceted nature of proclamation. Um, if you're like me and I shared this on Sunday, like I think of proclaim, it's like, I'm telling somebody I'm I'm sharing the gospel and um, you know, I've got a particular way that I'm doing that. Um, But proclamation is more than that. And so that's, we really wanted to drive that home um, as we've been talking about it at the elder level, at the staff level and preaching team, just all these different, different uh, environments. Um, I just, I've been struck by how deep so much of the things in our vision statement are, but particularly this one with um, proclaiming Jesus, proclaiming the gospel. It, it's not just, uh, okay, here's the thing that you do, and you check that box, and boom. Um, there's, there's such a depth to this proclamation. So that's why we wanted to come at it with the show-and-tell kind of image. So uh, again, the, the big idea for this, this Sunday, this last Sunday, was proclaim Jesus through show-and-tell. Um, you know, I, I shared about Levi my my son and um how oftentimes, you know, kids preschool kindergarten age will will have the opportunity in their classrooms to do show and tell. You know, they'll they'll bring in something that's really important to them. They'll they'll show everybody like here's my stuffed animal or here's my toy or or a picture of a place that we went or whatever. But then they get to tell about it and um you know, oftentimes kids can be pretty excited about that. Like they choose very intentionally what they want to show. And so I, I felt like that was just a helpful image for me, and so that's why I wanted to share it in the message. Um, let's have that same kind of mindset, same kind of framework. Let's show the gospel by what we do, by um, our lives, the behavior, the way that we carry ourselves, and let's tell the gospel. Let's actually do those, those things that we often think of. Um, so, you know, as I reflect on this, in the whole vision statement, to me, the proclaim piece is probably the most difficult for me. It it doesn't come as naturally. I love to talk about Jesus with other people, but like that whole um, conversion, like... Kind of selling people on this, that just has a little bit of a historically bad taste for me. Like, just I had some examples of that, which just weren't all that great. So, um, for me, like this whole proclaim piece was probably the most uh, challenging. And the Lord is really teaching me the most through this particular one. Um, but I found it really helpful to see it is not just this one dimensional kind of thing, but it's a multi dimensional. And so, we just wanted to talk about that. And so, as I think about like the showing piece, um, for me, as we walk through this message, I'm compelled by how important the show is. And if we're, you know, showing people the gospel, if we're showing people Jesus, who he is, what he's like, by the way that we interact with people, by modeling him, by reflecting him, by showing how he's impacted our lives, man, that is just such a more powerful message then maybe some words that we might come up with. The words matter, absolutely. But I don't know about you if you kind of think about those times in your life where you've been compelled by something. Um very rarely is it simply just like, you know, some sentences that somebody said. That that happens for sure. But it's it's like an experience or it's seeing it. It's it's more that tangible holistic kind of thing. And I think that's a, the same is true for this. Like as we proclaim Jesus as we're we're sharing Him. We do it with our lives, and our lives are testimony. Um, I, I, I just, I, I'm so compelled by the fact that um, when we are changed by the gospel, when we're changed by Jesus, when we encounter Him, when we uh, begin our relationship with Him, and go down the road, even you know some measure of time, like we're going to be different, and people are going to see that they're going to see if they know us they're going to see the difference or they're going to see that we're different than than typical and um man that is that is that is the message and it embodies the actual message like we are we are demonstrating our testimony and sharing that with people by how we carry ourselves but we're evidence of it we're evidence that Jesus does change our lives and and so i just i'm I'm compelled by that, that fact. Um, and so maybe just taking deeper than the sermon, it's just to say, like, man, how, how are we pursuing that? How are we intentionally embodying the message? Are we, are we really conscious of the whole, um, you know, dynamic that we, we show the gospel and are we cultivating it? Are we cultivating the kind of life that Jesus is calling us to live? Um, are we being like him? And so that's where hopefully week one pursue, like if we're going after him, we're looking more and more like him. We're we're accomplishing or, or coming after that, that tell piece. Um, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm just, I'm struck by that, that, that element of it. But then of course we do have to tell, we, we do have to learn how to communicate about the gospel. We got to tell our story. And again, I, hope multifaceted here. Um, like we aren't simply just to come up with the, the perfect illustration or the perfect method or formula to communicate the gospel. Um, we do need to learn the Romans wrote, learn the bridge illustration, learn, learn some of these ways of of communicating the gospel. Um, but maybe don't just learn one, learn a few of them, but also don't stop there. Um, learn to communicate the, the depth of the gospel, um, but also learn to tell your story. I think for me, and this is one thing I didn't share as much about in the message, but I look back and and this is a critique I have of myself. I wish I would have said a little bit more about this, um, but like sharing your story, learning to articulate how you have interacted with Jesus, how um, you came to faith, what your journey with him has been, um, I'm just, I'm struck by that component of telling, man, that's, that's as powerful as anything else. Like we can come up with the most articulate and, and a, like foolproof kind of way to, to share the gospel and, and spending time doing apologetics or things like that. And those are all really, really important. Um, but I also feel like, man, if we can just learn to tell our story in a meaningful way, that actually is pretty compelling to people. I mean, uh, one of the things that uh, we, we learned a lot about and, and kind of harped on in seminary in my preaching classes was how the human mind, how human beings are just wired for story. I mean, you, you, you probably can even reflect on it. Like if you're listening to a sermon or, or a lecture or you know something, if you're, just, you're, you're, you're communicating with somebody, the moment somebody shifts into story mode, doesn't that just kind of like grab your attention? Like you could be looking at your phone and, you know, kind of scrolling through, but suddenly if there's like a story, it's like, oh, you, you perk up, you know? And I, I think it's just because that we're wired for story. And I, man, if we can learn to get better at, at telling our testimony, telling our story, we don't have to have all the answers to every question that someone's going to ask, but we just offer our story. I think that does a lot of really good work. So I, uh, you're hearing me kind of self-critique my own sermon here a little bit and saying like, I feel like I didn't jump on that enough. Um, I, I, I really wanted to, to flesh that out a bit more in the sermon. So um, if you're listening to this, you heard this, the, the sermon, well, here's, here's the, the missing piece that I didn't uh, add as much of as I wanted to. Um, learning to tell our story as a way to tell the gospel as a way to tell about Jesus. Um, when we think about the practice of witnessing telling our story is a huge component of that. So I just want to drive that home to you. um, Just a little bit more like spend time learning to, to craft your story. And, um, and I even just a, maybe a simple framework is, you know, look at your life. Like what was your life before Christ? Like just describe it. What did you see? What, what were, what was important to you? What were the kinds of things that were happening? And, and, Particularly, you could look and say, like here's here's where my sin was, or here's how my life wasn't um, what it was supposed to be, how how it was falling short, how it was empty. And then the next piece is is meeting Jesus, and maybe that was an in an instant kind of moment, or maybe it was over time, or or even that was present in the before Christ portion of your story. But bring that that together with like, okay, but I met Jesus, I made a decision to follow Him, or or I started to grow deeper with Him. Like, talk about encountering Christ in a, in a tangible kind of way. And then the last part, talk about how your life is different because of that, or talk about after Christ, um, after you you've converted or after you've been baptized, after you made a decision for Jesus, like when you started following Jesus, what happened? What changed? What What did you see? And where Where are still some of the growth edges? But describe now that you're walking with Jesus. So it's before Christ, Christ, and then after Christ. Like maybe that simple formula, simple um, way to approach it, just might be a way that you can communicate your story. Um, but let it be yours and tell what God has done in your life maybe your story is radical and, and drastic. Like, man, that's that can be really powerful. Maybe your story is not that. Maybe it's uh, pretty simple or um, everyday and ordinary. That's my story. Um, I grew up going to church. Uh, I knew a lot uh, when I was a little kid, maybe not as much as maybe some others who were more thoroughly in church than I was, but uh, I knew quite a bit. And I came to faith uh, when I was around middle school age. And Um, I don't remember a specific moment, but I do remember a moment of kind of realizing like, oh, I think I already am a a Christian. Like I think it happened before and I'm just now coming to, to understand it in a deeper way. Um, And, and then describe what happens. Like my story is not all that wild and crazy. Uh, It's pretty ordinary, but it's my story and it's how God has done meaningful work in my life. And maybe that's exactly what someone needs to hear. So my encouragement to you would be to just reflect on your story, like jot a few notes down, journal it out a little bit and learn how to tell it in, you know, a couple of minutes. Um, That can be a really helpful exercise for us. So um, yeah, that's, and maybe that's again, one of the, one of the three practices we talked about was witness. Maybe witnessing does include you learning to tell your story. So I I just submit that to you as um, maybe an additional piece to consider as we're thinking about, what does it look like to proclaim? So again, it's show and tell. We want to be telling the gospel, we want to show it. Uh, and we talked about those three practices. We, I just mentioned the witness piece. That was the third one. Um, so we want to be learning to share our story, but we also want to be learning how to tell the gospel. But that goes back to the, the first one, the first practice. We want to learn the gospel. We want to become gospel fluent. Um, and that, that phrase has been really helpful for me because um, I know the gospel. But I've found that the longer I go in the Christian life and the more that I learn, the more I realize how dynamic the gospel is, how deep it is. Like we, we can learn the, the gospel and, and learn it uh, succinctly and, and it's accurate and true and you have it, you, there it is comprehensively. But the more I'm trying to dig to like, where's that exhaustiveness, man, oh, there's just so much depth to the gospel and how it connects with people. Um, we take some of these big, high, you know, lofty ideas. Jesus died for, for us. He was raised back to new life. He ascended. Um, he died for our sins, and we're, we're made clean, and, and we're regenerated. Like, you can take all these things. And how do you begin to bring that down? Now, you can be a different person. Let's take this David guy that we've been kind of talking about, this hypothetical person. Like, you can be a different person in, his, in your marriage. Like, so we can say that because that's the power of the gospel. Um, and, and so I'm just, I'm I'm thinking about the kinds of people that I interact with. Like, what about the gospel would be really helpful for them to know right now? Um, even just asking that kind of question, where might there be some things in their life that are broken or sinful or messed up or are or, or not as they should be? Where are they in rebellion? Where are they suffering? Where are they, um, you know, just facing hard challenge? What does Jesus have to say to any of that? And how can we communicate the gospel in a very concrete way to what they're facing as a way for them to springboard into the depths of the gospel and, into to the depths of who Jesus is, um, so like, that's what I'm, what I'm hoping for, for our church. Can we learn the gospel, learn the key ideas, the key principles that are embedded in it, but then take those in and apply them and integrate them into life and see how they, they manifest and see how they, they permeate everything in life and be able to communicate those things too. Um so this is one thing that I'm I'm really curious for us as a church to push into. Um, I want us to figure out structurally, like how do we teach a class on this, or you know, offer some you know content on it and training in it too. But I'm so excited to watch us do it. Like, how cool would it be for us to be able to share in our life groups with one another? Like, hey, I had a conversation with my neighbor, and and they were sharing this, and and I was able to just to capture the gospel in this particular way. And just to watch their lot, their eyes light up, or, or them to ponder something they hadn't thought of before. Like, man, can we just build up those stories? Um, how cool and encouraging would it be for us to share with one another these kinds of things? This, we've learned the gospel and we've learned how to share it. Um, man, I just look forward to hearing the stories because church, like we we're talking about this vision, and and maybe sometimes it can be a little abstract, but the more I think about the implications of it and what God is wanting to do through us. Man, I think we're gonna hear these stories of, we're sharing the gospel in very specific ways and seeing people experience renewal and experience transformation, experience change, and how God's gonna be working. And he's gonna be transforming our communities because of it. So like, that's the kind of stuff like, Oh, I'm so excited to begin hearing the fruit that comes from all this. And and I hope you are too. Um we aren't we aren't just doing this cuz it's clever or I don't know, maybe it's not even that clever, but like we're we're not doing this because of uh, any sort of like cool thing just for us. Like this this like I hope is opening a door for us to see there is going to be incredible fruit to come of it. Um so yeah, like I really do want us to commit to these practices, and so the 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 middle one that I didn't talk about, the second one, living by the Spirit, um, I do think this is like living the Christian life, living as disciples, following it, following the commands that that God has given us, and it's also learning to pay attention to where is the Lord at work, how is the Spirit uh, working in someone's life, our our family members, our neighbors, our coworkers, like what is He doing to stir to stir their hearts and minds? And how can we join him in it? How can we be a part of that? How can we be obedient to his guidance and prompting? Even if it is a little like, oh, why am I thinking of this person? You know, Maybe that's the Holy Spirit bringing someone to mind. Like, how do we learn to pay attention to that? How do we learn to, to see the people around us? Like, There's nothing magical about it, just slowing down and, and seeing people as God sees them like he can do that he can change our our hearts our minds our eyes to see um in new kinds of ways so yeah we want to be living out the gospel by the spirit by his his leading in our in our hearts and our minds and so um yeah like i just want us to give ourselves to these kinds of things to give ourselves to the lord and allow him to do his work through us Um, and so I think our hope in, in sharing these practices, these disciplines, um, is, is cultivating in us, um, the change and allowing the spirit to work. Like it's creating space for him to move in such a way that we're going to be more equipped. We're going to be more like Christ. We're going to be changed because of it. Um, man, I just hope that that's what we end up seeing, um, when we commit to this, when we are going after this vision, we're going after him, that there is, um, there is some really cool change that happens inside of us. And there's really cool change that happens around us because of the work the Lord's doing. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. I've just, I guess essentially this podcast has just been me musing on some of these things. And, and, um, I'm just, yeah, I'm curious. What are the kinds of things that you're thinking about and, and seeing and, um, what is it that stands out to you as we're going through this series? Um, yeah, I don't know. If you'd want to drop us uh, a story or some comments or whatever, like we encourage you to do that. You know, send us an email at contact at newlifeonline We'd love to just hear back a little bit. Um, you know, what are what are the kinds of things the Lord is stirring with uh, these concepts, with pursuing Him, with proclaiming Him? Uh, And then the the next couple of things, grace and truth that we're going to look at. And, and then finally the equipping piece. Like, we just want to hear from you on that. So like, yeah, what are the things that you're starting to wonder about and wanting to see? And what is God uh, giving you some excitement about? Um, yeah, we just we'd welcome that. So yeah, um, what we've got coming this next week is the grace and truth piece. And so I would say the um, the the pursue and proclaim like is really a lot of what we're doing. But how are we going about that? What's the kind of flavor? What's shaping at? We hope that grace and truth is is that piece. And so that is uh, what we'll tackle next week. And then finally, the final week in the first week of December, we'll, we'll talk about equipping and what does that all look like and mean. So, um, yeah, thank you for joining us in this series. And we hope that it is a, a helpful thing for you. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to the, the coming weeks as we, we dive a little bit deeper. But thanks for joining me today um, as I'm just kind of wandering around through some of these thoughts. Hopefully it gives you something to chew on. And, uh, yeah. Church family, I'm really grateful to do life and ministry with you. Um, It's a privilege and a pleasure, and uh, it's exciting to see what God is doing in our midst. So yeah, thanks for joining me today on the podcast, and uh, yeah, Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your week, and have a good one.